Welcome to the Triage Method Podcast Q&A edition with me, Gary McGowan. I'm a co-host, Mr. Patrick Farrell. This week's Q&A episode is going to be on basically simplifying your choices. So basically, like you may have heard of, of this kind of phenomenon before of the paradox of choice, people call it. Or you may have heard of things like decision fatigue in the psychology literature, like Ignore that. Wouldn't put too much weight in that. Realistically, do you get tired from making decisions and you're not able to make another decision if you really need to? No, like that's obviously not the case. If you have to choose between um, your favorite food and a food that you hate, you're still going to be able to to make it. So decision fatigue is 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 not necessarily something that you need to to sweat. However, this this kind of paradox of choice or the effects of having too many choices available to you is something that you really need to think about when it comes to to training and nutrition. And it can actually really um, affect the way that we talk about evidence-based training and nutrition decisions even. So let me give you some examples to kind of put this into context. So like at the moment, right, a lot of you are at home, okay? A lot of people who do not work in essential careers are at home as a result of, not essential careers, um, essential jobs. Government marked essential careers. Government government marked um, essential careers for the moment. So a lot of you are going to be working from home. Um, You probably have more time available to cook your meals. There's probably a little bit more, you know, decision-making going into it. It's like, you know, you, you and your partner, you're debating for 15, 20 minutes. Oh, what are we going to have? You know, will we have steak? Will we have chicken? Or will we have salmon? And will we put Cajun on it? Or will we go for Italian seasoning and all this sort of stuff? And if you have those sorts of decisions in your life every single day, it can be pretty tiring. But not only that, it can lead to sometimes poorer choices and it can lead to you just wasting a shitload of time. Okay. So what you want to try and do as best as you can is simplify your life to a certain point. Simplify your decisions to a certain point. So like when it comes to simplifying your decision-making, you clearly can't just make everything, you can't put everything on autopilot, right? If you have to make a really important decision or you have to have to cook a meal because you have uh, your family coming around and you haven't seen them in months. So it's at the end of Corona. It's at the end of Corona. In, in in like four years' time, you've seen your family for the first time in four years. That's more like it. And they're coming over. So you have to cook a meal. Justified that you would put more thought into that. But getting up in the morning, man, don't don't have a 15, 20-minute decision about what you're going to have for breakfast, okay? This, this, this actually messes up people's diets more than they realize. They sweat it too much. And the, where this actually really crops up Um, which is funny enough because they're the people who call themselves flexible and they have freedom is the people who are really into if it fits your macros. So really into just fitting any foods they want into their diet and only having macros as the basis of diet or only having calories as the basis of do at each meal. And I've been there, I've done this is you're, you're deciding, Oh, what can I fit in? You know, how many carbs in this? How many fats in that? How many calories? Like, what could I fit in? Oh, I might regret it. And sometimes what happens is they'll have a meal that isn't that enjoyable. And they're like, oh, well, that didn't really hit the spot. Now I'm going to have something else. And it's like, like, you just fucked it. So when you wake up in the morning, something that I do is I've had, like at the moment, I don't really have breakfast. Well, I obviously have breakfast, but I don't have it when I wake up. 
Um, I don't, I don't have it at the moment. So when I wake up in the morning, I just have boom, think, let, let's get to work. Let's do some reading or whatever I happen to be doing in the morning. That simplifies my morning. There's no time wasted because if you make a 20 to 30 minute decision before each meal, like you've got an hour, an hour and a half of your day gone. Like, are you serious? <laughs> Not to mention that you then like weigh that up as being a more important decision than it actually is. If I am having breakfast or my first meal of the day, it's porridge, berries, whey protein, dark chocolate, boom. And it's been like that for years, like literally years. That's, that's pretty much been it. Like sometimes on the weekend, a bit more time, some eggs. Yesterday, some eggs scrambled with peppers and chorizo on some bread. You want heart disease. I know. Um, and, and yeah, so like basically what I'm saying there is the way that I set things up is so that I don't have to make those decisions in the morning, that it's just habit. It's just routine. It's just a case of getting it done. Because if you, if you start to put a lot of weight into these decisions and you really start to overthink them, like not only are you wasting time thinking, but it leads to you changing things more often than not, and it can potentially lead to worse outcomes. So the nutrition one is very obvious because, you know, if you're constantly overthinking all of your meals, nutrition is way more of a stressor than it needs to be. Like, just just eat, like, just get it done, just eat, like, get, get out of the kitchen again and get back to work or doing whatever is important. Like, obviously, some people care more about food, and that's fine. But when training, when it comes to training, it's also quite important because, especially at times like this when people are outside the gym they'll they'll stress so much over making the perfect decision as to like what their workout should be you know oh have i trained my rear delts enough oh no i didn't have a i didn't have enough hamstring work in this program like don't sweat that stuff like just get your training done and obviously depending on the extent of your goals you can't always think like that but if you're constantly overthinking right what, 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 what exactly should my program be? This doesn't seem to be perfect. Is there enough, are there, is there enough sets for this? You know, is that the right tempo? Like don't sweat that, that stuff too much because it, it can again lead to you potentially skipping training because you spend so much time thinking about it or potentially changing things all of the time um, and not getting the priority work done. So simplify your choices there. Um, and, and, and like, this is something that, that comes up a lot in, in the science-based discussions where if you're constantly worried about like what the perfect workout is, you don't have consistency. So you're actually missing out on results as a result of that. Because for example, you could make the case that having a, a hack squat with um, reverse bands and different leg press variations and leg extensions, etc. that all that stuff um, might lead to the optimal leg workout. Um, but you could be spending so much time chopping and changing between that stuff, um, not getting it done because you weren't at the right gym or coronavirus comes and you don't have access to machines anymore. Like all those variables could potentially put you behind the person who's just been doing a front squat for the last five years. Like that's it. And like they've nailed their technique so well. Like it's literally ingrained. It's perfect. They know exactly what 80% of the one rep max is on average. They know exactly how many reps they can do at a given exercise or at any given intensity range. Um, nailed. It's squared away. It's consistent. There's no thinking. They know exactly what they're going to do when they come in. The skill is developed and it's all, it's all additional strength and muscle from here. So Personally, that's something that has kind of come into my thought process um, a lot more over the last couple of years is, right, how can I simplify my decision making so that I'm 
just moving in the right direction as opposed to being perfect. And there's a good phrase like, don't let, don't let perfection be the enemy of, of, of the good or good enough. Because like realistically, most of us need to get to that level where we're doing 70, 80, 90, 95% of things right. But sometimes chasing that last couple of percent can just lead to such a disproportionate amount of time and effort invested that it actually ends up taking away from your life. So when you wake up tomorrow morning, if you normally spend 30 minutes deciding what to have for breakfast and when you're eating it, you're evaluating it. And afterwards you're thinking, oh, did I track that right? Like you'd actually be so, so much better off to just have the same thing every day. Might seem boring, but that extra element of simplifying your life can actually give you so much back. So I've been talking for a while. Is what I'm saying clear? Is this relatable? A hundred percent. And also I just think you should point out on it that this doesn't mean that you just have to eat the same thing every single day or extremely simplify your training down. It's just, it's more so have a few in the meals example, have a few staple meals where it's like, okay, you know, roughly how to cook them, how you'd season them, how to track them. You know, you know, the rough calorie macronutrient breakdown of them. And it's like, just cycle between those rather than every single day being like, Oh, well, you know, maybe I had that muffin earlier on and now I have to change my, uh, how much carbs I have before my workout here. And, you know, like it's, it's, it's day to day. It's just extremely variable. There's no consistency. There's no, no guiding structure. And again, it's, it is just, it's not decision fatigue because I'm going to say it's made up. Um, but yeah. it is that kind of like paradox of choice where you are making a lot of choices and the more choices you give yourself, the more you're kind of like, hmm, let me sit down here and think about which one of these is the, the best choice. Cause again, like no one wants to miss out. No one wants to, you know, if they're, they have, I should say this is most clearly seen in two aspects. One, when you go to a restaurant and you're given a menu and you've never been to the restaurant before and you're like, maybe they have pictures of the, the meals beside and you're looking through and you're like, well, that looks nice. And you're like, oh, but that looks nice. And well, that one looks nice. And that one looks nice. And you're kind of like, there's like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different things. You're like, oh, they all look really nice. Like, what am I going to eat? You know, maybe it's sushi and you've never eaten sushi before, but you're like, oh, like, well, these all look nice. I don't know what to choose. And you're, you're kind of left making a longer choice, like making a longer decision time because you don't want to choose incorrectly, you know? Or again, like you see it as well when, you know, you're doing a, you go to a restaurant and you've been to it before and you know there's like five or six different meals that you're like, oh, they're, they're, they're really tasty meals. And you're kind of like, oh, I could have any of them right now. Like, you know, you're like, what, what, what do I, what do I want? Or again, you, the, the classic example is always the, the ice cream parlor. You go in and it's like, they have 200 different flavors and you're like, oh, should I get the, the chocolate mint there? Or should I get the, the cookies and cream there? Or, you know, like there's, there's so many choices that you're kind of like, oh, like I want, I want to kind of try all of them, you know? Um, or you're like, there's, there's five or six flavors. That one looks nice. That one looks nice. Which one should I choose? And people, you know, spend ages agonizing over what choice to make. Whereas if you go into the ice cream parlor and it's like, yeah, we have chocolate, vanilla, and chocolate mint you're just like all right i know what one i'm gonna get you know um which is chocolate mint because it's the the master of all of them but anyway um absolutely not that's incorrect but i'll allow it uh, anyway um but uh you go in there and you're like you three choices and all of a sudden you're like all right this is handy decision made over done you know um you just actually shaved off 15 minutes or you gain back 15 minutes to your life, you know, by them having less choices available to you, you know? Um, and this also, again, applies to your life. If you go, I have these choices available to me because I know that 
for my breakfast and lunch or my first two meals of the day, I'm like, I have a certain amount of foods that I rotate through, you know, or meals that I rotate through. I'm like, these are a few breakfast ideas. These are a few lunch ideas. I just pick whichever one. And there's no, you have like three different options. You're like, that's what I want today. You know, rather than being like, all right, here's 400,000 different options that I could potentially choose from, you know, like people do that where they'll literally do their shopping every single day. Maybe they live beside like personal trainers as well are really bad for this because they have a more variable and open middle of the day. Cause generally they work in the morning and the evening. So they have the whole middle of the day to like cook their meals and do whatever, you know? Um, so they'll literally just do their shopping every single day. So maybe work beside a super value, a Tesco or whatever. And like, yeah, I'll just pop in and get food there every single day, you know, and then cook it. So they literally have to make a choice every single day from complete scratch, not just like, Oh, well we bought chicken and mince. So, uh, we have to use one of them today because I defrosted it. You know, it's like, there's, there's no, none of that. It's like, I literally have 400,000 choices available to me every single day because I'm doing the shopping every single day, you know? Um, so that having a fewer choices does actually make things easier, even though you would assume having more choice makes things easier. And obviously that's not a complete and accurate depiction of the world. But it's much easier to make a choice between fewer options than it is to make a choice between a multitude of options and then risk the kind of thought process of, oh, I'm missing out, you know, and how that applies to your your daily life. It just means you need to have structure in your training program, like when you're going to exercise, you need to have structure in, you know, your your diet protocols, you need to have structure in the choices that you make every single day there needs to be some structure in place or at the very least a guiding principle because people have guiding principles but they just don't realize them they've never verbalized them they've never like written them down it's like how do you actually make choices and they're like i don't know my monkey brain tells me you know to to make this choice and like that's that's fine to a point like between like you know irrelevant choices like i don't care if your monkey brain tells you that fucking chocolate fudge is the best ice cream flavor when it is clearly mint chocolate um like like it doesn't matter it's such a irrelevant choice you know but then you start getting into like deeper choices you know like i don't know ethical moral choices political choices economic choices and like these choices actually impact people's lives and the lives of generations to come you know um and people are like, I don't know. I don't have any choice making apparatus. I don't like, I just do whatever my monkey brain tells me, you know? And like, that's, that's fine again until it's not fine, <laughs> you know? Um, so I, I always like getting people to not well, write down is a good way to do it, but you know, come up with some guiding principles. Like obviously we, we coach nutrition and, you know, training. I'm not doing this for their fucking morals and ethics, you know, but I'm like, let's write down some guiding principles, like your meals. Let's what makes you, what makes a good meal for you? You know? And then it might be like, Oh, uh, I want tasty meals, you know? And I'm like, okay, what does tasty mean for you? You know, like, what does that actually mean? Like tasty is a, an irrelevant word. Like feelings don't translate through words, you know? So like, if I say I'm feeling sad, like we all pretend we know what that means, you know, because you felt a feeling that you have called sad, but that is completely irrelevant to me because those two feelings could be completely different you know and my happiness could be fucking magnitudes better than your happiness you know and 
we don't know. I can never feel what you can feel. You know, and this is also applies to like exercise and stuff because if I say, oh, do this move here and it stretches your hamstring and you do it and you're like, I'm feeling nothing. We just use the word feeling there, you know? So like feelings, even if it's bodily feelings, you know, they don't translate well across different people. You know, you can't just be like, this move makes you feel this because it, it simply might not, you know? And the same with like, you know, the actual feelings of the emotions that we feel you know and so if you are writing down your your guiding principles you know you actually have to be very clear in what you mean so if you say something like oh that's tasty you know what define that for me tell me exactly what's tasty for you again depending on your culture your upbringing whatever that might mean like i know spicy food might mean salty food it might look whatever it means for you as an individual like that should be defined even if you don't write it down it should be defined in your head because if you have the definitive guiding principle then you can make choices much much quicker much more easily because you're like all right my guiding principle is you know tasty is salty i'm just obviously fucking bringing that really really far down you know it's salty that's that's my guiding principle i just fucking love things that are salty that's tasty to me like you could give me fucking cardboard and as long as it's salted it's fucking tasty you know that could that could be you i don't care you know um so if you're then presented with three four or five different choices you know rather than agonizing over them you can just be like all right which one is the saltiest tasting you know it's that one cool now i've made my decision i already had a guiding principle it's done now, obviously, that's a completely simplified approach to it. But if you actually have guiding principles for your training, have guiding principles for your nutrition, and probably your morals and ethics, that would be great as well. But if you have them and they're clearly defined and you can you know, explain to someone what a tasty meal is, you know, all of a sudden you're able to make choices. Like People do this in relationships all the time where they will go out for dinner and they'll have they'll end up having an argument about whether they where they should go you know because she'll say or he'll say be like oh i don't really care where we go and then the other person will be like all right let's go here and they're like oh i don't want to go there and you're like you just said you don't care like that's yeah. like you know what i mean it's like that's you, you clearly do care enough because you don't want to go here so can you just give me the list of options of where you do want to go or where you don't want to go and we'll, we'll choose between them but because the person has no clearly defined this is the exact criteria you know this is my guiding principle because they don't have that all of a sudden it's like all right i'm the one or the other is like i'm just supposed to guess and be right in my guess you know and so having some sort of guiding criteria that allows you to make your decisions that you can then communicate with other people you know it makes life so much easier and that's not to say that you have to be live and die by these choices that you made once you know they can be updated and obviously they can change you know some days you might be like yeah i fucking love salty food really want that and other days you're like no spicy that's what i want you know like that's fine you can have preferences and they can change day to day but there should be some sort of guiding criteria structure that you can then allow bleed into your overall diet structure training structure life structure you know once you have those guiding principles it makes structuring things so much easier and as a result it makes reducing your choices down like actually making choices so much easier yeah and obviously like this is one of those things as well where like your own individual personality does come into it you know because i'd say like realistically both of us are probably a little bit more 
conservative in the way that we live our lives and maybe some of our beliefs but like if you're like for example you could you could be like a really conservative person and you're just like uh, yeah all i want is a good meal you know and you you, you don't have much, like openness to experience is just some you you're just like nah but don't really give a shit about that to be honest i just want a good meal when you're abroad you could just literally just be like is there a McDonald's? Oh, there's a McDonald's. Cool. I know McDonald's is going to be nice. Boom. That's reliable. That's done. That's squared away. That's, that's my meal. Cheap, tasty, done. Simple, simplified life. But you could be someone that's like, like openness to experience is just your thing. You go to a new country, you want to fucking eat snails shoved into a kangaroo's testicle. Like that is literally what you want to eat. You want to have it boiled in urine. You know, that's just your thing. Oh, yeah. you might actually have to think loads about that because you want to find the most open experiences that you could possibly um that you could possibly come across so obviously like that that's the thing with decision making is that we can't necessarily tell you exactly how to make decisions even if you're trying to be like hyper rational about everything like sometimes your monkey brain is better at making decisions than you trying to be overly rational um so yeah look you don't have to make decisions exactly uh, how we make them. But what I would say is that um, to simplifying your life in terms of like your day-to-day stuff, like the real basic stuff, because having breakfast every morning in your own home is very different to having a meal in, I don't know, India or Pakistan or somewhere that you happen to be abroad that's going to have different food and different culture to you. Like, of course, you can broaden your horizons then. But the day-to-day stuff, when you're going doing your food shopping, you're cooking your breakfast and your lunch each day, you're cooking your dinner each day, like simplify that stuff because realistically, like breakfast in the morning when you have 15 minutes before work, it's not the time for <laughs> that many new experiences, you know, <laughs> have your fucking porridge, <laughs> have your eggs, get it done, you know? Um, and obviously like this goes, this goes beyond just like training nutrition. It goes into the realm of like setting up your life in general. Like when you get up in the morning, don't be like, Oh, what am I going to do today? You know, that's fine. If you're like, I think like, like that's what I want to be like when I'm like, maybe like 50, you know, you've made your money. You kind of know exactly where your life is. 50. You're introducing a little bit more. That'd be you when you're 150. We're fucking taking <laughs> over this fucking place. We're going to be working in triage for the next fucking 200 years. Yeah, but you know, you like you might you might be working from like uh, noon until midnight or something. And when you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, I have a little bit of little bit of freedom here. So once you're done your kind of investment grindy phase of your life, <laughs> you're introducing a bit more leisure uh, when you're 150 then you might have the option to just, you know, be, be a bit more free. But when you wake up in the morning and you know that you have a load of shit to do, like know what you're going to do first. Like don't wake up and be like, hmm, uh, scroll Instagram for two hours. Hmm, when am I going to go to the gym? Oh, I, want, I wonder when I'll eat and what I'll eat. Like if you have all those decisions on your mind, you can be sure that your day is just going to go to shit because we all have stuff that we need to do. So like if you know that like you – you you rarely get your training done when you leave it to the evening. Make that a morning routine. When I get up in the morning, I drink water, I put on my shoes, I go to the gym, boom. Because it does come back to that whole thing that like we've obviously repeated many a time, but like Jocko Jocko Willing's phrase of like discipline equals freedom. Like if you want to have you never heard of her, no? Um yeah, she's actually um a singer. A singer, yeah. Oh, you're um, thinking of Chiquita. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, Chiquita, we link. Um, but yeah, basically, like, if you apply that framework of, like, discipline equals freedom, that's how you get more free time. That's how you get more flexibility. It's not by, like, just 
thinking about it, overthinking everything and be like, hmm, when am I going to do that? And yeah, oh, actually, I might go for a walk and oh, I'll go on Instagram for a while because that's how you end up taking four to six hours of work or tasks and expanding them out to 12 hours so that you never actually have any free time. You never have any, any time to do the things that you want to be able to do. So if you know that in the morning, I wake up, I train, I come back, I have emails, get them done, come back, boom, uh, I have to cook my meals for the day, get that done. And then you have free time rather than just like dispersing it across the day. It, it just makes life way easier, way easier. You're dead right. And um, I have nothing else to say on this whole discussion. Do you? Nope. Me neither. So where can people find us? As always, you can uh, subscribe to the Triage Method newsletter. And in that newsletter, you'll find a number of recommended resources along with the con- week as well as an exclusive article on a particular topic um, you can also join the triage method community that's our free free facebook group that's also linked below and that basically includes all of the uh, people that are supportive of our business and ventures and thoughts and maybe people that hate us as well like probably like probably like keeping an eye being like what are these fuckers doing get into that facebook group chat with us slag us troll us you know share other podcasts or things that you think other people might be interested in ask questions interact with the posts that we're posting that's a good place to to get involved of course you can follow us on all yeah um youtube is a good one um, because we are posting a good bit of content there the podcasts also go up there so if you haven't seen my totalitarian tash then you are missing out um and instagram facebook twitter and if you'd like to get involved with our services, then we do have one-to-one and, uh, and group online coaching spaces available and also have our beginner's guidebook and program templates that are available if you happen to be interested. Dead right. I don't think I still add, so I'm going to wrap it up here and say again, it is too easy. It's too easy.